welcome my beauty partners to this Global Beauty Tech Master Series. I'm Alice, the founder and the CEO of uh, Perfect Corp. We are excited to bring you an inside look into the future of beauty tech and how it can benefit the digital transformation for brands. It is our pleasure to host you on this five-part leadership series to help you excel as a beauty tech master and propel your business through strategic digital-first solutions. Step into the future of beauty innovation with me. Welcome to join the Global Beauty Tech Master Series. Hi, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It depends on where you are. Welcome to the fourth episode of a Perfect Course uh, Global Beauty Tech Forum Master Series 2. Um, you know, I cannot believe it's already fourth. So we start this uh, series, series two uh, at the uh, beginning of uh, February. So right now we are at the April. Okay. So I'm your host, uh, Wang Liu. I'm the general manager and the senior vice president of uh, Perfect Core. In the last episode, we talked about how AI, AR, disability tech can help uh, customer engagement. So in this episode, we are going to another level of uh, the depth. We are focused on the, the brightest spot, which I, you know, we can definitely say that uh, during the pandemic, which is the e-commerce. Okay. So the beauty industry has one of the highest uh, level of uh, like engagement. So the customer need to engage, they need to look, they need to feel, they need to experience the beauty. However, for the e-commerce, you pretty much see, uh, you know, from a distance, you won't be able to experience that. So how can you stand out from the rest of the um, your your peer and get the engagement with your customer? And then how the brand can get into the hottest uh, e-commerce market in the world, China. So in today's episode, we will show you how. Today we are very pleased to invite um, Jackie. Jackie Lee from Timo Global and, and uh, Deborah uh, once week, the CEO and the founder of uh, CoreSight Research. Um, hi, uh, Deborah and Jackie, welcome, welcome to join us. Okay. So I'll give you a, a quick introduction. So Deborah, you, most of you may already uh, be one of uh, her uh, seminar webinar. So Deborah is the CEO and the founder of uh, CoreSight Research and then a research and advisory firm. Okay, so uh, they provide, um, the, they provide the, 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 the retailer, brands, uh, solution provider, startup, and the investor with inside data advice to anticipate change and the profit from the disruption reshape the global retail landscape. The company has office, it's a global company, have an office in the Africa, Asia, Europe, India, and the US. And Deborah is a recognized retail industry expert and the thought leader. And her global perspective and the insight are regularly featured in the national business publications. Deborah has built Cosi Research into one of the leading uh, research and advisory firm in retail and technology. Cosi's uh, the area of expertise, including global cross-border e-commerce, startup innovation, emerging market digital transformation and all thing consumer. Okay, thank you and welcome, Deborah. And we have another guest, uh, Jackie. Jackie Lee is the category leader 
of the beauty, the category is the beauty, cosmetic, and fragrance at the Tmall Global, part of the Alibaba Group. So Jackie is the veteran e-commerce in the industry and specialized in cross-border trade. Jackie is currently leading the beauty and the personal care category uh, development in the American region for Tmall Global. She actively engaged with the emerging and the, is the famous beauty brand, which you know, the, the beauty brand, which can be famous by doing the Instagram great. Okay? So sharing the know-how to help the beauty brand in Americas enter into China market, specifically the number one marketplace, Timo. Okay, so um, uh, we, it's our honor to have our two master, um, Jackie and Deborah, to join us. Okay. So in today's show, um, you know, if you're familiar with uh, our uh, master series format, usually I do a presentation and then uh, some of uh, and the, the guests may do a short presentation when we get into the fire chat. But for today's, uh, we, we will do a little bit uh, different. So uh, again, I will take uh, the first five minutes to go through some introduction. And actually today I'm going to run um, a video and two demos. That's the first time we run demos in the in the in the in this master series, but I will do two uh, demos, and then I'll hand it to Deborah. So Deborah will do a a presentation, and then to uh, to introduce you the the Chinese market and the inter e-commerce, and then we will get into a fireside chat with Deborah and Jackie. Okay, so let's start it. Let's get the ball rolling. So if you're not familiar with our company, Perfect Core, I'll give you a quick introduction. So Perfect is a uh, uh, funded in 19, um, uh, 2015, so it's about almost six years. Okay, so we have uh, about 300 people in 15 cities, 11 countries. And then uh, we do have uh, both the B2C and the B2B business. In the B2C business, actually, we have a 950 million download for our famous uh, UCAM app. And for the B2B business, we do have that, uh, we work with the 300, more than 300 brands worldwide and then we uh, use the SaaS, we package our technology and license into the brand okay so our company is highly decorated and last year at the end we uh, end of last year we win the 2020 time uh, magazine's 100 best innovation and also we win the two times edison award uh, ces and all kind of award so that's uh, just a list of a brand which we've been working with and also we have we are global team so that's why uh, we we uh, we can support and then the help the brand to do global deployment to support brands. So we are in the 15 cities over 11 countries. So I personally are in charge of the America business and also some of the Western Europe, okay? So I don't actually need to emphasize anymore. And then the, not only that, because uh, that the Deborah is going to do an in-depth presentation, also you see this all on the headlines, okay? So I will say um, the new paradigm, especially um, COVID, uh, in some countries, almost post-COVID in some countries still in the middle. So hopefully we are everybody getting to post-COVID, but in the COVID, and then we see it's not e-commerce, it's the commerce, which means when customer gets trained at home, they have a no way to get other, the way to buy thing. Uh, the only way is to get into online. Okay, so you can see all the data and all this. And then, as I said that earlier, when everybody doing the e-commerce, so it become another, more like a starting point. Everybody start at the at the same point. But how do you get yourself um, stand out from other brand? 
and then become the the brand which uh, uh, kind of like a shine among all your peers. We believe the X factor from our perspective is using beauty tech. Not only using beauty tech, but using beauty tech on the platform where you do e-commerce. So here, Perfect Corp, actually we work very closely with all the, uh, the platform provider and the technology provider, including of course, um, Tmall slash Alibaba, so we implement our technology, virtual try-on, uh, skincare, skin diagnosis, and also the shade matching uh, into the Taobao and Tmall app. We also uh, work with uh, Google closely. So la late last year, we announced a partnership with Google. So we enable uh, virtual try-on in YouTube and also Google search. We also work with uh, a company like a uh, e-commerce platform like a Shopify, we have a very easy way to integrate the virtual try-on into the Shopify store, especially for the SMB. We are not talking about like a big enterprise uh, uh, integration because it tend to be complicated. But for the SMB, if you don't have uh, that many resource, uh, but you want to have that virtual try-on experience on your website and you are using Shopify, we actually have a way to integrate. So that's why for us, very easy, very simple. The X factor is that technology in the beauty, in the platform, because we can drive the, 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 the traffic into your website and then people enjoy the same experience, okay? So let me quickly uh, roll out a video of, to show you the Shopify. And then I'm going to do a two live demo of that Timo experience and the YouTube, uh, the, the search, Google search. So let's play the video. Okay, so go back. Okay, that's that's good. Um, we uh, just see that video, so we can see the Shopify integration with the, the virtual try-on. It's very easy. Okay, now I'm going to show you two demos. I guarantee the demo, the experience is perfect, but not the model. Model is me. So because of, for the interest of time, I. Uh, I'm not going to have somebody 
doing the, the demo. I'm just doing the demo by myself. So you can see me wearing makeup. Okay, so I just, uh, it's, it's very graphical. So I just give you a warning here. Uh, but uh, other than that, everything is perfect. So let me show you that uh, the Taobao experience. So I have a Taobao app here. So I'm just opening it up. You can see that Taobao is all in Chinese, but doesn't worry. So it asked me to check in. So I'm going to search something. So here I'm going to search at SC uh, Lauder's uh, lipsticks. Okay, it's so very easy, very fast. You can see actually we, I transfer all the way to uh, more like in China. So I'm start doing this. So I see all kinds of uh, um, the lipsticks from SC Lauder. So let me just click this one. And you see that rich media. So it start as a video running. Okay, and then you get all kinds of information. And most important of all, you see this a small icon here. You can do a virtual try-on here easily, very fast. See, you can see me doing a virtual try-on. I'm sorry, I actually gave you a warning before. So I'm wearing makeup. I look at that experience, don't look at me. Okay, so if you really like it, you click here, okay, get into the uh, shopping cart, you know, because I don't have the I don't have the registration there, so that's uh, but basically you just get into uh, the shopping cart, you can start purchase very easy. Okay, so that one is uh, if you want to um, do um, Tmall, which uh, Jackie later can give you more information. And then you, if you want to enhance, if you want to stand out from your peer, you do virtual trial. As I said, not only virtual trial, you can do skincare if you sell the skincare product and you can do a uh, shade matching. Another one, which is here, global, like a, for example, this Google, right? So I just use a Google search. I try to search the elf lipstick. And then you show all the information, just like a regular Google. And then when you get into that, I said, wow, I really like this one. Let me try. Let me, when I'm trying to get more information, when I scroll down, actually, I see the session of a virtual trial. So I can use some uh, preset photo from Google and try it. I can also do a real-time try-on with myself. I'm starting trying a health product. So let me wear in the black. Yeah, that's a little bit scary. Okay, so you get some idea, then it doesn't stop here. So you can see the store, right? So that's where you really want to go into Elf's uh, the website. And then actually the journey continue. You can do virtual trial here from Elf's uh, website. You know, because it's your website, you can have your look and feel. See, that's uh, Elf's uh, trial. Okay, so I can do many different trials from Alf's uh, uh, website. And then again, if I like it, I can quickly, I can do a purchase, okay, add to the back. Shopping, everything. So seamlessly, to see, by just uh, look at the, compare to the experience, you just do a Google search and go to website, probably take you 30 seconds, but here it takes you minutes. So from our customers, actually we see, uh, their engagement is a lot, increase a lot to, if you're using the, the virtual trial, okay? So that's why I'm going to just uh, show you, um, uh, quickly show you the demo.
Tmall and Google, and also show you this uh, Shopify. So from our perspective, adding the beauty tech into your experience, that's definitely the X factor. And then we talk about China market. It's the hottest e-commerce market in the world. So how do you get into China market? So what would you need to uh, uh, like, uh, you know, be careful and noted? So we need the knowledge. And then we have Deborah here. She's going to give us all the research, all the knowledge to equip us into the hottest e-commerce market in the world. Then I'm handing to Deborah. So Deborah, please, let's talk about e-commerce in China. Great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And we are just going to pull up my screen. So thank you once again, uh, Adam and Wayne, for this very significant honor to present today. We are seeing some very interesting changes around the beauty sector, and that is on the side of, you know, really I think from a global perspective. And so the presentation we have today is, you know, kind of the new world of beauty learnings from China post-COVID. And it's probably more post-crisis is the proper term since, uh, you know, COVID is still, uh, is still here, unfortunately. Um, and so we'll do, go through kind of the market overview of what we're seeing from a beauty in China perspective, talk about the growth drivers, and, you know, what can we learn here in the U.S. market? So let's get started. So Wayne already went through some of the numbers, and, you know, our expectation, if you look at where the market is from a 2020 perspective, you know, we've been saying kind of 2023, um, maybe we're kind of still on track for that, but, you know, there there is definitely, a, you know, a pretty significant opportunity here to continue to drive e-commerce in China, and also, you know, what we can learn in the West, which is, you know, this kind of engagement, live streaming, a lot of the aspects that, you know, we heard from uh, from Wayne. But this is where I think the, you know, kind of rubber meets the road in terms of just the data, right? If we look at the kind of growth rate, it is really significant. And, and there's many reasons, right? Demographics, right? The, the double zeros, right? Those consumers born in the year 2000 and beyond. Um, so I guess in the US, we call them Gen Z. You know, significant increase in disposable income and, and especially right in tiers two, three, and four cities. That's also been you know, very interesting to us. Brand awareness and whether that, and, and what we're seeing right now, I think is quite interesting, it is around the indie brands, right? So there's this whole kind of discovering really interesting brands that have different efficacies, ingredients, right? There's a big focus on, on clean beauty. Uh, for, you know, kind of social media, right? And the rise of the KOC, right? The key opinion customer. So, you know, if, if Jackie and I both like something, we may share it with each other and, you know, kind of Jackie shares it with her network, and, and lo and behold, right, you know, we, we're both KOCs. E-commerce, really live streaming, and at CoreSight, we have done a lot of work in the U.S. in live streaming and in China, and, you know, you'll see from our estimates, we're, we're looking at the U.S. market at about 11 billion this year, and China at 300 billion. So once again, just, it's all just math, right, ultimately, um, but a lot more experience, and then because you have the, the KOLs, right, these, these key opinion leaders, it's, you know, they're buying product on behalf of their fans, really, whereas in the U.S. we're still seeing this mostly being done by, by the brands themselves, and then, of course, wellness. You know, we, of course, are very focused on all things technology and, you know, kind of how we originally met Adam Wayne, 
and and this kind of continuous search for you know kind of great data and then taking that data and making re whether it's recommendations to consumers or recommendations to organizations but but there are many different ways to kind of pull this data and, and to anonymize the consumer and whatnot and you know we're seeing here the example we're giving is TMIC China for those of you who don't know uh, the Tmall Innovation Center we work with them with many of our clients and you know these are brands either they're going to China for the first time or they're already there and they you know can feel that there's this white space but they really need help you know kind of understanding the opportunity and so TMIC will you know kind of work closely with brands and retailers to help identify that white space and they have a uh, let's say close to 100% success rate in terms of identifying new product and uh, white space for brands. This this is fascinating in terms of I mean I have to say even when we were pulling the data my my jaw hit the uh, the proverbial table. I mean you have almost a billion mobile internet users in China. I mean that that in and of itself kind of tells us what's happening in the beauty market and the rise in e-commerce globally, but even more importantly in China during this time and so. You know, this idea of how these companies are focusing on last mile, uh, customer service. I mean, this is the thing I, I find is always, everyone's like, oh, you know, everyone's shopping online, you don't need it, you know, you don't need customer service. It's even more important because this KOC, KOL idea in China, right, if a customer's unhappy, they're going to probably tell many more than the, you know, kind of well-known, right, you're not telling 10 people, you're probably telling, you know, 10,000. And thereby making sure that that doesn't happen, this customer service aspect, and, and what we've seen and, and what we've done for many of our clients is having, um, we'll, we'll actually bring the product to the customer service associates, we'll really educate them, especially in the beauty space. And not only can they mitigate a return from happening, oftentimes they sell the customer on the other end even more product. And, and it's a really interesting kind of thought process. And when you think about the sustainability overlay, right? not having that product return, which can't be put back out to sell, it really has this whole kind of sustainability layer. The, the This data I thought was quite interesting and wanted to make sure that we shared. If you look at the kind of uh, rebound in the, the beauty market, kind of post-crisis, it has been uh, very impressive. And then if we look at what we're seeing this year already, I mean, uh, beauty is you know, the fastest growing market right now in China. And much of that is, we'll, we'll talk about some of the trends, uh, is driven by many of the trends that are in place. So as we have kind of gone through and helped identify, you know, this this market and, and really how to engage, the, we've put in place this idea of spectacular retail, which, you know, you're like happy even saying it. And there's this idea, right, that shopping is a sport, marketing is critical, having fun new formats and and truly this like seamless the seamlessness right so i can start on my phone i can then go in the store i can then talk to my friends and and all the while i'm in the same brand i've got the same product and i i feel much more educated and so the average chinese consumer before they transact they have 12 touch points and that compares to four in the us and so this idea around you have a very smart customer which also drives down returns and is great for the environment and then supply chain, you know, whether it's last mile or we're seeing, you know, kind of this whole C to M, um, you know, customer to manufacturer, that's also been incredibly interesting. And, um, you know, once again, data driven uh, from not only the consumer perspective, but looking at what's not in the market and, and can be, you know, kind of supplemented. And then logistics, of course, is, is incredibly important. These are just some great examples 
So as someone myself who's been a KOL for double 11 for, uh, you know, let's call it the past six or seven years and has had the opportunity to uh, attend the gala and look at the data room, I mean, it is truly amazing just the, the volume that's done in the time frame with which it's done in. And then how all of the brands really, right, this is like, you know, a big event that they plan for. And there's a lot of products that are made only for double 11. And, and what we see is this kind of leaning into, you know, spectacular retail. So it's celebration of shopping and the consumer, right? This festivals, you know, kind of these online touch points. And then of course, you know, live streaming. I, I, I like this picture in particular with Via here because, you know, right. She's usually on with, you know, potentially like a host, but then all of the team behind her to make sure that, that this goes, you know, as, as flawlessly as it should, because you want that element of live, it, it's really pretty incredible. All right, so we will fly through the eight spectacular retail strategies, accelerating market growth, live streaming, right? You know, we're, we're talking about a doubling of this market this year. We've already seen early data, whether it was International Women's Day or other holidays, right? There's six Valentine's Days in China, so we have a lot of opportunity to test. And once again, uh, these you know kind of KOLs really acting on behalf of their fans, and you know kind of driving very significant volumes. Number two, you know what we're seeing is you know a lot of challenges and changes around how different brands are reacting. This you know kind of KOL aspect that we talked about before. Uh, one of my favorite examples is with C Trip where we saw the CEO and he basically was just trying to make everyone feel comfortable about traveling. And so we'd see him show up in all these different cities and all these different, you know, kind of jackets and ties and, you know, kind of casualization and whatnot. And that to me was, was fun and interesting and, and a great way for a brand to use their, you know, kind of C-suite. We also very much believe that at Corsite that having your sales associates be your, you know, kind of KOLs, and to tell the story, right? Who cares more than they do? And once again, we think that's an opportunity uh, in the West as well. Festivals, right? I mean, this is all about just fun. And as we've seen, you know, it's say new product being introduced, especially for Double Eleven. You know, I mean, these products are selling out in in mere minutes. And I think it's helping the brands understand kind of almost special occasion product. And this idea that, you know, in some ways it is once and done, but but it also can just be packaging, right? You can think about pulling in um, three of the exact same product, putting a special wrap around it. This can be quite simple, but it does really require planning. And because of the, the time with which that product needs to be in China, in, you know, kind of a warehouse, you know, it's kind of, you know, for this double 11, I wouldn't say that the ship has definitely sailed, uh, but it's definitely like head, heading out in terms of being able to make some of those changes for this year. These numbers are, are truly amazing. And we wanted to highlight the, the top brands because it's, it's never the ones that you would necessarily, right? There's, there's always kind of a, a surprise or two in there. And as we can see, you know, nine of the top 10 are international. And that has continued, you know, I would say really almost since kind of day one. You know, for those of you who aren't familiar, there's also shopping festivals, um, you know, kind of this, this warm up to double 11, like around nine, nine. And then there's 12, 12. So there's, you know, there, we have an entire slide with just all the festivals. There, there are a lot of opportunities for retailers to test. But then, right, double 11 is kind of prime, you know, your, your prime, you know, kind of target. Uh, 618 and 38, those are really kind of the, the three events that we really focus on during the year. And then for those of you who aren't aware, right, number five, community group buying, 
right? This to me is just like having fun with friends, right? It's kind of, uh, and, and it really had a significant impact on the market during, you know, the height of the crisis where you would have kind of a, a community leader buying on, you know, kind of behalf of a group. And so it really simplified the supply chain and logistics and also led to kind of, you know, much higher sales. Uh, if we look at this, the size of this market, which was, you know, there's many players at this point. Uh, we're looking at over 13 billion, and I, I actually think that that could be a conservative number. We recently wrote a, uh, a think tank report, so uh, you know everything you, you want to know about community group buying in about 25 pages. But it, it is really fascinating in terms of the, the changes there. And then today, of course, we're we're here to talk about virtual tryout, and you know Wayne looked phenomenal on that lipstick, but you know it's kind of as uh, you know lead on C says. If you if I look good in it, right, you're gonna look amazing. And so I, I think that there, there's a lot of fun to be had here. And because of right much that's happened around contactless, even try on, we we do believe that this is, if we think about the beauty industry, this is one of the fastest growing areas for retailers and brands to invest in because it's right, in, in some ways there there was a uh, you know, there was the pandemic that occurred that then drove this need to try on in a different way. I, I think that it just accelerated like so many technologies, this, you know, kind of adoption by retail. But it's also super fun and you can, you know, kind of share it with friends. And and I think the biggest change we've seen, right, is that you now have virtual try on in store because that's kind of the way that we're trying on product. And so the market is much bigger than it was, let's call it 16 months ago but it's also really critical in terms of helping customers make good decisions. And once again, we look at everything at CoreSight from a sustainability lens. And if we can get the, the right color at, you know, kind of at the right time, uh, number one, it's not a return. And number two, right, having the consumer really love that is, is critical. And as someone who uh, made probably the less than stellar uh, decision to be a lifeguard when I was in high school and have an unbelievable, right, like amount of sun damage, I, I, you know, and, and, and you want to kind of make sure that you, you know, right, about your skin and um, your, if, you, if you know it, right, you can do something about it. And, and that's where we think that much of this diagnostic technology, I've actually utilized much of it myself. It is unbelievable what you can learn and how you can be proactive, right? Because it's, you know, as I think we've seen in this idea around wellness, as we talked about on one of the first slides, is it's so much more important to the consumer now because they want to be able to take their, you know, their health in their own hands, and, and this is just one of um, many tools. So <clears throat> logistics has always been uh, really impressive in China, but I think in this environment, right, the consumer, well, you know, I mean, shopping, I think, filled a void in terms of finding something to do, but then, right, once you, you made that decision to do it, you wanted it, like, right away, and so this idea of kind of, like, one-hour delivery, which is truly amazing, I mean, it's, you know, when you think about some of the other Kind of Alibaba formats like Fresh Hippo in English or Hama, right? With a 30-minute delivery, this really does have a significant impact on the consumer, and will impact, you know, kind of what they're doing and how they do it. And especially, right, if you're going to go out and see friends, you're like, oh my gosh, I, I'm, I'm all out of this mascara, or oh my gosh, I'm all out of this. And this idea that you can get something very quickly, and you know with confidence that it's going to arrive. Uh, whereas, you know, when I'm in China, right? I mean, I'll I'm always amazed, right, when I'm in our office and I order something, like, because I invariably forget something when I'm traveling, and, right, you know, the product shows up usually before they say that it will, and so there's that whole, like, I think, surprise and delight factor as well. All right, so we will kind of um, just kind of click through what we're seeing here in the U.S. This idea around spectacular retail and, and live streaming is still very nascent, but we are seeing the, the beauty industry is, is where it is the, you know, kind of the greatest. 
virtual try-on has grown exponentially uh, in the past, you know, call it 14, 15 months. Uh, for many reasons, I think there, there's a fun aspect. Uh, their technology is also, you know, let's just say, I think boards of these brands where if they hadn't invested before, they think that it's incredibly important to, to drive try-on, awareness, sustainability, et cetera, and then the kind of AI and AR try-on example as well. And so I think that, you know, maybe we can just pause here for one minute because as we were, you know, really putting this deck together today, we, we took a step back and just thought about the, right, what are the differences as somebody who, who usually has my, you know, one foot in, in China, one foot in the U.S., there, there is, to me, a, a seamlessness, right, a, um, a, a joy around shopping. But, but what is the difference? And, and we feel that it's like this obsessive focus on delivering engaging, omnipersonal experiences driven by AI and in, insights at scale. And that, you know, is kind of the, the overlay and the underlay and everything in between around what I think, you know, kind of drives these amazing, you know, kind of experiences. So thanks again for the opportunity today. We have a lot of free content on our website. Here is the uh, kind of uh, QR code and it's just coresite.com. So thanks again for this, you know, kind of opportunity today to present. And uh, we're looking forward to having a conversation with Jackie and Wayne. Okay, um, thank you, Deborah. That's uh, amazing. Uh numbers and the information so that, that's great thank you for sharing and then also we are very happy to see all this uh, our brand partner actually uh, like uh, doing doing great in this um uh in the in the china okay however on the other side so we we know why we are getting to all these big brand enterprise brand getting to the china and then we also have lots of brand want to enter, enter in china so I guess uh, that's lead to our the fireside chat with uh, both uh, Deborah and uh, Jackie. Um, so Jackie, um, let's uh, probably start with you. So let's talk about that um, your your role. Okay. So tell us about your role in Alibaba, and then on the very high level, uh, like a top level insight into the Intrix Tmall ecosystem. Okay. Thank you, Wayne. Um, thank you for giving me this opportunity to join you guys today. Um, so my name is Jackie, and I'm currently leading the North American's uh, beauty and also personal care team to engage with uh, the brands and then also associating with lots of the distributors that to, um, you know, helping them to get into um, China market, not only helping them to get to know our platform as Alibaba, Tmall, or Tmall Global, but more importantly that, you know, we're trying to help them to understand about the entire ecosystem and also how and why they should have, um, you know, join us, or how they can be able to more be more efficiently engaged and directly associating um, with the Chinese consumers. So, um, as you know, uh, Deborah and also Wing, you know, has mentioned before that Alibaba is um, actually a mothership of the the the, uh, the group, you know, Alibaba Group, as I would like to call it, um, that has many different type of the divisions that's giving and facilitating different needs, you know, whether to B2B customers or B2C customers or M to B2C customers, that we have a core commerce that facilitating all the shoppers for 
um, you know, for the retailers or for the, uh, the shoppers' uh, needs, right? So that's what we call the core commerce. And we also have the other division, it's actually, um, you know, helping and providing the digital media and also entertainment, such as, you know, Yoku, and also, um, you know, like the social media, you know, the, 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 the little red book, you know, that people usually share their um, experiences, you know, of, um, you know, what's the after, you know, experiences after they use a different kind of the, uh, uh, you know, the beauty products or, you know, fashion designers or, you know, the, the products, apparels that they actually got. That's also part of our investments. And then um, on the other division that, or the segment that I would like to call, it's uh, innovation apps that's associating and also helping and supporting, you know, uh, people's daily life, just like um, Google Map, right? We have Gouda Map. And then, um, you know, people tend to, um, you know, order foods from, uh, uh, you know, Groupons or, you know, from uh, uh, the Grubhubs or, you know, Ubers that we have the, you know, Are You Hungry, Alama, you know, app that's actually helping deliver, um, you know, more than three, three million of the motorcycle lists, you know, helping them to deliver every day. So those are the daily apps that, you know, um, Alibaba's investment as well, that to help and track and then grow and also, you know, fit into people's daily life. And most importantly, you know, all those type of the um, extravaganza of the things that we we're talking about, whether the apps, you know, the, uh, uh, the platforms or, you know, the social medias, et cetera, it's all being helped and supported by the infrastructure of the, uh, you know, and financials, which is the payment type. And also the, um, you know, we have tiny out the logistics services and more importantly, all of the algorithms that have actually been calculated and supported by AliCloud. So that actually, you know, is the the entire um, you know ecosystem of the Alibaba and Tmall or Tmall Global is being part of e-commerce, actually benefiting, you know, um, is supported by all the others that we were just talking about. Wow, that's a very complicated organization. Thank you for explaining to that. Or maybe we need to write a book to talk about Alibaba Group. Okay. So um, yeah. So then we go into that. Uh, we know you. Alibaba mainly focused on China, Chinese market. However, your, your job here is a Timo Global, which we talk about uh, cross-border trade. So can you um, tell, uh, tell us about um, like Timo e-commerce platform and leading the way overseas brand and the retailer can get into the China uh, market and the China consumer? Yeah. So um, as many people might, or many brands, you know, or, um, you know, the brands that Deborah or uh, Wayne just introduced, um, we've seen lots of the um, bigger brands or more of the Shiseido conglomerate brands that they are um, actually registered in China. So, you know, usually when they're, um, you know, when they're creating or uh, doing the sales or doing the promotions, they're actually doing on the Tmall platform as the, the general trading that we talk about. However, Timo Global, you know, actually specializing for cross-border. And previously, we talked about cross-border is that, you know, we support anything that's, um, you know, not animal tested, you know, it's clean beauty, everything that we can be able to help just, you know, through the cross-border. And then also, you know, because um, the targeted group that we are focusing on, it's essentially a little different from Timo's, um, you know, group. It's just that, uh, the Timo Global's group of the customers, they tend to be 
um, you know, having a higher education and they also, you know, have uh, more of the disposable incomes. And there are also majority of them, we would say um, 80 or 75% of them, you know, falls under the group of the, uh, the millennials and also generations years. So most of them, they were growing or they grow up, you know, with mobile devices or more than, you know, just one mobile phones and, you know, others, different stuff. So it is also the reason why, you know, they are our group of the target customers. They're also, um, you know, the biggest of the shoppers, you know, uh, over the Timo uh, Global via from across border because they've actually traveled outside already and they know and uh, they understand, you know, lots of the things more global from a global visions from a, a different type of the perspectives. So when we are introducing, um, you know, the international brands into Chinese consumers, we tend to use a different languages and also different cultural, um, you know, shoppers' behaviors, you know, to fit into the algorithm to to tailor, you know, um, the, the international brandings, the culture, in blend it into the Chinese, uh, you know, understanding way, so they could be able to easily adapt it instead of competing directly with, you know, the the, the brands already registered in China. So it is a slightly different, but there is lots of the tips and tricks that can help the uh, the indie brands, also clean brands, or you know small smaller brands that can easily tap into China, uh, talking to the Chinese consumers. Okay, so great. So I guess uh, we in the audience we have lots of a brand and retailer. So if you want to make a friend, just make one friend. That's Jackie. You have to make a friend with her, so she will bring into uh, the Chinese market. Okay, so thank you. So. I'll check it out. Definitely lots of questions will go back to you, but let's uh, go uh, to Deborah. So Deborah, let me um, ask you a, a question. So because we are in the master series, we wanna see some of uh, the future looking, kind of forward looking kind of thing. So at a very high level, so what do you think about the future of a D2C direct to customer and the e-commerce beauty look like? And then the, what the impact will AR and AI and all kinds of a beauty tech has to do in the industry? It's a great question. I think one that comes up often. And I think there's this whole idea around, you know, personalization in, in beauty. And it's not only kind of product, but also services. And that, you know, with the, the foundation really being, you know, kind of AR and AI, you know, from a services perspective, virtual beauty is definitely evolving. You know, and that will include, right, live streaming, virtual chat, uh, which I think is critical. And you know, almost this kind of, you know, having this this concierge in your pocket and you know kind of advisory services and you know virtual beauty is really essentially you know having this personal beauty advisor right at one's fingertips and and it, it's almost this democratization right truly of bringing customized uh, you know in, insights and advice to the consumer and then if we think about you know kind of what else ar and ai technology is doing it's it's really enabling consumers to have a a real in-person experience of experimenting with skincare, hair care, and, and makeup products, you know, as if they were at, you know, kind of a prestige beauty counter. And, you know, so sometimes they're, they're in a store or, you know, they're home, but, but, you know, you can once again have that kind of, you know, that experience and it can be at scale. And I think that's what's really, you know, critical. And so beauty brands are discovering that, you know, when they combine tools with services, it's really much more powerful just as if a beauty associate is helping a customer in store, right? And so it's like, I can see the product and then I've got more information and, and now your kind of information is this, you know, kind of um, this virtual kind of associate uh, who's assisting you. And you know, consumers can expect dramatic, you know, expansion in terms of 
I think what they're buying, the amount of categories, the amount of product, and you know, as the first wave of right like AR technology rolled out, you know, beauty brands and retailers have really made the initial push to establish a foothold. And I think it's really kind of table stakes now for brands and retailers. And you know, the next wave will be achieving, I think, depth in particular categories to include right what we saw diagnostic functionality and personalized recommendations. And I think the future opportunities in beauty are are truly endless when you combine, you know, kind of product personalization, diagnostics, and one-on-one services. I mean, I think it's it's uh, truly endless. And, and I think the consumer feels very good about themselves when they're utilizing this technology to make better decisions. So it's it's really a win-win for everybody. Okay, thank you. Let's go back to Jackie. Um, you know, Deborah talked about all this uh, technology can help e-commerce and engaging. So mm -hmm. in the Tmall, so what's the Tmall? We know Alibaba actually, beside that, the, the, the channel, actually they are a technology company, a technology company. So what, what is the Tmall's uh, economy, the, the e-commerce platform doing differently to create more personalization and interaction with the consumer shopping experience by using the technology? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a very good question too. Um, so basically, um, you know, lots of people see Alibaba just as an e-commerce company, but actually, like, you know, we mentioned it before, we're not just the e-commerce company, but we associate it and integrate it with lots of the technology, you know, behind and also enhance the experiencing um, uh, for the users, you know, for the shopping behaviors. So the uh, one of the most important things that we've done uh, in, in regards about the personalizations is that we freshen up our users user interface experiences on our entire apps. Um, so um, when Wayne, you know, or Deborah nowadays, when they're pulling up their um, Tmall page versus me pulling up my Tmall page, um, what we're seeing our homepage is all gonna be differently. So it tailors towards to, um, you know, the shopper's cookie history or, you know, where your search usually going to be as a target marketed, you know, uh, personalization page, you know, tailored towards to differently, you know, to different users in a daily basis. And that's just the number one things that we made a huge change um, in 2020. And after that, and, you know, lots of the incentive coupons, interactive, you know, activities or gamings, you know, it's been pushing toward to your homepage or setting up into your notifications in pretty much every hour. Because in China, um, you know, I, I know like people are so busy every day and there's been so many people just doing all different kind of stuff, you know, with their mobile phones, whether it's playing games, you know, watching TVs or watching live streamings and the shoppings at the same time. So sometimes, you know, the, when you add it to the car, you forget totally about it. Right. So um, there's a, 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 a like, you know, a technology and also the reminder, you know, keeps on reminding you, giving, you know, give you a little bit different kind of incentive, just making sure that we, um, as a you know, as a provider, we do our due diligence that to remind you, hey, you know, there's a friendly reminders that there are still you know things in your shopping carts or things you brought you know more than ten or five times you know five days ago, and maybe you know there's another promotions you know for you to take the chances to really check it out, right? So that's the personalizations as a friendly uh, as a as a, I would say it's a shopper like a store shopper guide that uh, helping you and, you know, to make sure, like, I would like to call it as a housekeeper, that to remind you and then help you to cater to, to what you really need and then, you know, what you're looking for and based on the discounting point, promotion points, or on the different type of the needs. So 
um, that's that's the, the the personalization and also interactivities. And then more importantly, I think the post um, or the pre-customer services and post-customer services are also one of the selling point that um, you know the consumers or the uh, the China apps that you know or the the, the interface usually would provide. Um, not only that they would do the technology reminders, there will also be you know the actual people behind the scene you know um, in each one of the store or in each, each one of the uh, the sellers as they will try to um, you know like chat with you and making sure that you you know what's the problem with the fittings or is there any of the shape problems or do you have any of the size you know capacity problems etc they will actually do a more of the person like a real person personalization of the interactivities with you behind the scene so that's the yeah that's the way that how the technology group and also the in-person tailored towards the you know like in-person experiences to uh, increase the attachment also conversion rate from there. Yeah, a quick follow up on that. So we we talk about Alibaba, Tmall as a channel, as a technology a provider, and also don't forget that Alibaba, the Tmall actually is a powerhouse for the brand branding brand building in China, uh, because that's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very powerful way to do that. So just quickly, uh, can you tell us about how Alibaba or Tmall uh, work with the brand to kind of like uh, strategize their branding in China? So um, I could give uh, uh, like a very brief examples that, you know, especially to, uh, tour to the clean beauty world, that, um, you know, we, we actually partner with uh, or we help you know, drunk elephant or tacha, you know, to getting to, um, you know, the door of the China market. So one thing that interestingly that we did with um, drunk elephant back in, I believe, 2019, that was that, um, you know, everybody know drunk elephant, that their um, logo is elephant. Right? So, and then we actually, during the double 11, we actually, you know, uh, partner with them to promote it, this type of charity program, you know, to basically, continue um, the DNA of the image as a clean beauty is, you know, that um, to to work with a, a drunk elephant as well. You know, when you're purchasing this special edition of the double 11 of the set, that we will help you, the, uh, you know, for the donation or the drunk, uh, we as a team of global and plus the drunk elephant will help the consumer to donate to adapt an elephant from Africa. So that is um, some type of the brand building and also um, continue the brand building of the DNA as, as of what you know, the, the brand has that, uh, as a significant you know, branding tools to let people know who they are, what they are being doing and you know, why you need to buy this and that. And then so on top of that, you know, lots of the time that we also partner and work with um, you know, the significant uh, KLLs to help the, the brand building as well. And then on top of that, you know, we, we mentioned it before because we have all different kinds of the tools. We have you know, uh, the live streaming, we have social media channels, and then also we have the daily apps. Those type of the uh, technology and also the apps are not just standing alone by themselves. You know, on, on top of that, because um, the brand usually, you know, build up a brand house and also uh, a brand page, you know, on Timo Global when they open a store. So on top of that, they will have an ID. That kind of the ID can be able to just trigger and then promote all different kind of the advertise advertisements, also commercials 
in, in different type of the channels as what we just you know uh, mentioned before similar to what maybe you know you go to logistically you could be able to see them you know when you go to a supermarket app you could be able to see uh, all different kind of apps so those are the technology and also the resources that we can help um, the brand to tailor towards and also tracking you know the, what type of the ROI and also the PNL based on you know those type of advertisements and also the uh, you know the organic search etc. Yeah, thank you for the for all this detail. It's pretty amazing, you know, knowing that um, you know so many um, surveys and then the the marketing everything uh, Timo and Ali can help can provide. So it's more like a holistic approach for the brand. So it's mm -hmm. like a one stop shop. Like once we work that the brand work with uh, with Ali, and then you pretty much get everything taken care of. Okay, so I guess uh, you know the time really flies. So I didn't notice that we only have eight minutes left. So I want to uh, lift this uh, opportunity for, I'll take probably uh, two or three questions from the audience. And then because usually audience has a lot of uh, interesting questions. So um, let me, so we pause a little bit here. So we'll take, a, let me take a look at uh, the question which we have here. So the first question actually I got from the customer is uh, uh, for, for Deborah. It says, uh, understand the social platform and the app for the beauty brand launching in China, which you talk a lot, a lot in, in, the, in your presentation. The customer, the, the audience is interesting in, would that same lesson can be applied to US? Okay, because a lot of still in the US, so I'll probably, that's a good question for, for Deborah to answer. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that there is, you know, first of all, yes, absolutely. I think there are a lot of lessons, right? The the platforms in many cases are are different, but but there are similarities. And I think both beauty brands and retailers that are, are winning with consumers are incorporating, right, high touch engagement, selling through their channels, which includes right virtual try-on, video chat, live streaming, consultation, and virtual services. And so I think we're, we're consistently seeing you know, some of these big global brands who've had a lot of success in China are having success in the US. And there, there's a lot of, you know, kind of trial. And I think you know, consumers want to hear and learn from individuals they trust, which is really best supported with some of these channels like live streaming and video chat. And so, for example, you know, SA Lauder reported it leveraged the latest live streaming technology and capabilities for, you know, kind of the last Double Eleven Festival, where its brands took the number one spots across four categories. And you know, Lauder moved into the number one rank in beauty and, and La Mer. And I mean, it was it was really kind of across the, the the board. And there was this whole kind of artistry, like never before series that include, you know live chat and video consultations and master classes and live streamings from Bobby Brown, which you would expect, right? I, th I think that there is something to be said about staying consistent with the brand, right? We would expect Bobby Brown to really teach us, right? Estee Lauder has this, you know, kind of very, I think there's there's this kind of global, um, you know, kind of, you know, sophisticated approach in terms of beauty and lifestyle. And, and I think that that's also really, really critical. But, you know, this is a great example of where I think Estee Lauder, right, which, you know, they own Bobby Brown as well, where they've done a great job of kind of building up a network of, you know, global makeup artists who've become, right, this idea of, right, they really become virtual sellers. And so I think that's also is, is thinking differently about what have we done, what can we do? And, and once again, you know, with 618 certainly not far away and double eleven just kind of around the corner, what is it that we can do in terms of, you know, taking the DNA of our brands, but thinking like, you know, a few steps forward. So I, I think it's a really important question. Um, but I do think being true to the brand, and, and you can also test things in China. I mean, we see that all the time, right? Is to test it there, see what the consumer gravitates towards because you have more of them, and there, you know, there is this kind of willingness to to try and you know, maybe take back some of your your best learnings to the U.S. 
uh, you know, where it's a bit more tried and true. So now it's a great question. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you, Deborah. So we probably have time to take one more question and uh, let me pick one, which is, uh, okay, that one is very practical. So that the, the audience asked, uh, I, I think this one is for Jackie. So what's the next step after making a good friend with you? So for the brand, like a US brand, if they want to sell in the team or global, what can you give a more like an example for the brand or retailer they want to sell through that team or a global? What what they sh what should they do? Yeah, so um, there are multiple ways that you know a brand or um, a distributor that you could be able to sell um, directly engaged on Tmall or you know directly to the consumers. Um, of course, you know we we mentioned about you have you can actually open the brand store, right? Flat flagship store that you could be able to own it, and you know there's lots of interesting. Um, advertisements and also the online programs that you could be able to engage just like you know how you run the store on Amazon or you know on the Google Apps but um, there are more importantly that we understand not many of the uh, the clean beauty or the uh, the the indie brands are able to financially or personally uh, personality you know are able to facilitate the support completely toward to support the China market no problem so we do have another program that's what we call the Timo overseas fulfillment that where you know where we can be able to help you as become your operation team your logistics you know uh, logistic uh, helpers you know to help you to facilitate and help you to just like Deborah said, you can be able to utilize the Timo Overseas Fulfillment Channel to try it out, the China, not with your entire, you know, 30, 30, 30 product items, right? But, you know, we know that for sure, well, maybe this one C or two Cs or three items that of yours, it's going to be the hero items, you know, for China market as well. Then we could be able to help you to enlist it, you know, those three items, three products, and then, you know, financially, logistically, and also, uh, you know, uh, operationally that we could be able to help you to enlist it. So um, I would say, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to us, you know, and then me and my team, we do have, um, you know, three people uh, in, in the States and also um, in Canada totally. And then we have another personnel in China as well. So um, I think, you know, you could be able to just contact to us and then we can be able to discuss uh, about the detail and facilitate, you know, to understand what's really going to be the right solution for you and your brand. Okay. And, and I'll, I'll say one more thing on that. So as Jackie knows, and Wayne probably does too, last year we worked with Alibaba to do a pitch fest around uh, yeah. to bring companies uh, to double 11. And we did that like September 15th. And the majority of the companies were beauty brands. And it was seamless. I mean, most of them actually sold out of the product that they, you know, I think, it, and it was this unbelievable. And, and even they were saying, right, the, the KOLs that they had, they're like, you know, we've heard about it. We just didn't know the opportunity. And, and I think that, you know, the great thing about, you know, T-Mall versus fulfillment, it's, it's a way to kind of like dip your toe in the water without, you know, kind of jumping, you know, kind of head first and a way to, once again, for, for this year uh, to kind of get started, but, you know, huge opportunity brands, right? Big and small. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you both. So um, actually we still, we have lots of questions. We, we won't be able to answer because we only have one minute left. However, I guess uh, the, uh, the audience, you will receive a survey and then you can actually put your question there. So we will uh, roll it to uh, Deborah if you have any question regarding that research and data. And then we will route it to uh, Jackie if you have any question you uh, regarding that Timo. And then of course, if you want to do virtual trial skincare, you know, come to us. Okay, so um, thank you everyone. I guess, uh, you know, really appreciate that. I just don't, I didn't imagine that time goes so fast. It's just like we only speak about 10 minutes, okay? So um, 
However, we have to end this session, but the thing is actually, uh, that's the beginning of the new journey for everyone. So thank you again, Deborah and Jackie, uh, really appreciate your participating. And then also um, uh, we will have a next uh, master series. Uh, until then, everybody keep on shopping, keep on buying, get us having fun together. So thanks everyone, bye. Thanks for tuning in to Perfect Corps Global Beauty Tech Master Series Podcast Edition. Please join us next time for another exciting episode on the future of beauty tech innovation.